This is a homebrew podcast. And so that wanker, he tells me that he thinks my song is totally derivative of Dan Dia and his little squad of freaks. Guys, I've decided to print my own comic book series. Sorry, what was that, Kat? You're gonna do what? I didn't even know you were interested in them. I love comic books. Corona Buck got a new delivery from Mr. Carmine. He gave me some of his older issues, and now I'm hooked. Well, I mean, that's, that's good and well on all, Kat, but I mean, I was in the middle of a story. I was talking here. Yeah, yeah. So you're going to write your own series, Kat? Yes, I was inspired by Grundle and Mr. Carmine. And maybe the dealer. They're the inspiration for my main characters. Very interesting. Do you have anything written yet? Yes, I have printed out a few proof concepts. Let's see them. Is that supposed to be Grundle? Why is he so huge? And what's with the massive hat? Fine, alright, I get it. <laughs> I'll stop talking. I know when I'm not wanted. But before I go, you gotta tell me why this guy's named Captain Carmichael Stovepipe. Turn the page. Oh. And now I see how you're inspired by the dealer. Okay. Grundle calls it artistic liberty. I mean, I kind of call it hentai. Um, so you've <laughs> seen this Grundlebot? Of course I have. Why do you think Cat gave me such a fantastic hat? Anyways, welcome to the crew, Captain Carmichael Stovepipe. You've got great taste in hats. <laughs> Welcome back to the Homebrew. This is episode eight of Campaign Two Retrograde Infinitum. I'm Grant Milky, the narrator, joined by Edge Runners MedTech Andy Hatfield, Sapphire Hayes, Mother of Destruction, Rocket Boy Cody Smith, Roger Socko, Moon Ripper, Fixer Emily Fulcher, CC Ren, feeling oddly connected to the dealer over hacker younger brothers, and Nomad John Keeley. I've got a plan. Boom boom. <laughs> Previously on the homebrew, Roger and his band Spinal Scepter played Rust and Thunder. Nelka, apparently working for Dan Dieter, has been keeping an eye on Hawk's Landing and got her band Neanderthal on the ticket for the night. After a pretty good show, although still a little light on the butt wiggles, Roger asked the dealer to check out which avatar of New City Tarot his other friends fell under. Cat drew the dream, the bridge between worlds, which represents possibilities, both future and past, and the unremembered, the barely missed, and the subconscious. Sapphire drew the mother, which seemed to concern the dealer. The mother is the start of the new cycle, leading to violence between her children, eventually an orphan, whose guidance determines the fate of a new cycle. The Edge Runners revealed that they were sort of working the dealer over Sapphire expertly extracting information about the dealer's brothers. Cece hinted at looking for keys, but they did not flat out ask about them. The conversation was mostly about the history of the destroyed planet and the dealer's brothers. The dealer revealed his brother, the Hermit, or Hermie, was living out his days in quarantine beta. The third tech shock is still shaking things up. But why did the ships from the OIT stop coming? Why did the dealer's magic not work here? The information was not free, the crew dishing out a pretty penny for Hermes' location. The dealer needed some nighttime help handling someone selling on his turf. The crew agreed to help him with his problem in trade for the dealer throwing Nelka off Hermes' trail. When they were leaving Rust and Thunder, Nelka finally issued a more serious, straightforward warning, drop the job, stay in their lane, or there would be trouble. Everyone, we are on very early morning of day 26 
of the campaign. Show is over. You all have left Rust and Thunder. We'll call it. We'll call it 3 a.m. It's getting pretty late, guys. It's getting pretty late. Yeah, we trying to take care of Todd tonight, or we push into tomorrow. We push to tomorrow, we lose the day. Ooh. You know, it's been a really long day. <laughs> you are not wrong. I mean, we got shot at, played a we show. Did. We did. I got hit by a car several hours ago. <laughs> you did? Right, I mean, we just found out our friend died, and I, I staked a vampire. Yeah. That um, body is still in the room, by the way, along with the other two. <laughs> I'm not saying we can't do the Todd thing now. I'm just saying it's been a long day. I mean, do we really lose a day? It's not like we had big plans for tomorrow night. Yeah, it's just if we wanted to start heading towards quarantine zone. I mean, it might not hurt to head back, give Granny the update, and then go see if she has any advice, take care of everything tomorrow. I mean, quarantine beta's like around the corner, so we're gonna have to come back over here for Todd anyways. That's true. So we could just like hit him along the way. Yeah, all right, I like it. Do you think it'll be that simple? I, I mean, can hope. Probably not. Yeah. I plan it'll be foolproof and easy. Oh, yeah. Of course. I make great plans. You have a plan? I do. We do have to go back to Granny Kellen's. Okay, would you like to share with the class, cat? Sure. First, we go back to Granny Kellen's. Then, All right. we put on our mask, our new mask we just got, and use the car before my family takes it. And come back here and murder Todd. Okay, I, I like it so far. Do you have any plans on once we get back here and the murdering part? Also, maybe we should say this on like drive over. Probably. Find Todd, shoot Todd. I mean, it's simple. All right. I'm open to it. A rocket launcher makes it even simpler. Oh. Find Todd, blow up Todd. Yeah, that's a little, I mean, it's flashy. Give you that. And then if anybody looks for the car, it'll trace back to whoever owned it first. Yeah, and it'll certainly send a message. All right, step one, get back to Granny's, yeah? I guess so. Let's head to the Hawk. Vroom, vroom. Hawk's Landing. Vroom, vroom. Okay, as you arrive at Hawk's Landing, it looks like the street has been pretty much cleared up. The wreckage has been cleared. Fires are out. There are still a couple lawmen vehicles out front. For the most part, uh, Hawk's Landing folks have gone home. Inside the Hawk's Landing, though, uh, Callan is having a drink. Freddie and Rekha are still uh, cleaning up. Hey, Kellen, you got a minute? Uh, she looks up from some various papers that she has kind of like uh, scattered in front of her and takes a pretty deep breath. And she says, yeah, uh, nothing else blown up or... Anything like that, I hope. Not yet. Not yet. We've got a, a job to talk to you about. Okay. And I'll, I'll just start walking towards the back room. Oh, okay. Um, she kind of stacks her papers up, taps them uh, on the desk so that they're uh, nice and neat. And then are you talking about your little area she's given you, or are you talking about her little private room? Her, like, soundproofed private room. Because okay. I assume that's where she would want to go for any conversations regarding <clears throat> this particular job. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, she she takes your message and heads back to the private room. Well, I'll follow at least. I'll give, as I'm passing 
Reka just give her kind of the you good head nod? She like, yeah, she she smiles and gives you a little wave and a little thumbs up. Okay. Roger, are you going in there? Absolutely. I mean, if it's an important meeting. Okay. Let me drag you down. I mean, it's also Roger, so. <laughs> I have like an ice pack on my head and like a green gorgon. <laughs> yeah, you guys, uh, at least Cece looks pretty beat up. Yeah. <laughs> and she, she looks a little tired. You see kind of like the papers in her hand look like a lot of like statements and such. You would know that like the bees in the area are not law in New City is not like here, right? Like it's kind of who you know, and as long as you don't draw the attention of anyone who's out to get you, a lot of times we're talking like minor fines for disturbing the public, and having lawmen on your side can be very valuable. So Kellen's kind of handling the situation out front, uh, and then she uh, looks up to all of you and says, "So sounds like you've made some progress." Yeah, we. We talked to the dealer, uh, found out where his next brother is, so okay. we'll head that way. The bigger issue, Nelka and Dan Dieter are on the same job. They were also there tonight. Well, <sighs> Nelka was, not Dan, but she's working for him. She sighs and leans back and kind of like adjusts her, her jacket, her leather jacket that she's wearing. It's like, okay. Do they know you're on the job? Nelka suspects. We didn't confirm, but... She saw us meeting, coming out of a meeting with the dealer. So Nelka's working with Dan. I knew I should have hired her. Yeah. I mean, sounds like she's working with Dan as well, if you catch my drift. No. They're, They're fucking sex. Yeah. Oh. Oh, well, okay. I mean, that doesn't really mean anything. It certainly doesn't. I, oh, but you got a pretty solid lead, you said? Yeah. We got a couple of them, actually. Okay, and Nelka knows that you're we're working this job. That is... And apparently Nelka knows the information we know as well, but we've got to deal with the dealer to stall her so we can hopefully get there first. She nods and she says, well, that's a cat that won't go back in the bag. Yeah, why am I going into a bag? They don't have any proof. It's all hearsay and speculation. Oh, that's... Great, Roger. We're, we'll be fully protected when they come at us in a court of law. She shakes her head, just like if Dan thinks we're messing with him. There's some diplomacy that we'll need to get done. Might have to scope that out, but uh, thanks for telling me. Yeah. Uh, we're heading to the quarantine zone next. That's where the next... The what? Yeah. That's yeah. where the third brother lives, apparently. me. Yeah. She throws up her hands, and he has the key. Yep, that's what it sounds like. I think so. He hasn't oh. talked to his brother in a very long time. Yeah. Because he's been in the quarantine zone. Did you find anything else about the other keys? Not really. Yeah. The dealer was surprised hearing that his older brother wanted them back. Hmm. Sounds like he was not in on the conversation. Well, okay. Uh, the quarantine zone. She um, pulls up on her agent a little kind of like 3d holographic image is projected on the table and she kind of like spins it around and she says there's really not much getting in or out of the quarantine zone uh easier to get in than out we're either going to need to go over the walls or we're going to have to drop down from exit 92 and she points at the kind of the super highway that loops around new city 
it is broken and dilapidated and taken down over the quarantine zone. And then there is a security area that's been built up at the end of exit 92. She says the observation and such of quarantine to make sure nothing gets out is done from the dead end on exit 92. You're either going to have to break in from there and like rappel down or fly over the wall somehow, but we'd need an AV for that. And that's gonna work. <laughs> she she kind of laughs a little bit. She says, we're, we're making enemies no matter which way you spin this. Uh, if we steal an AV, it's going to be from the bees. <laughs> if we break into exit 92 and anyone catches us, that's Bureau of Politics. That's uh, that's Corpo. I'd rather deal with the bees. Yeah. She kind of winces and she's like, yeah, I mean, I've got, ugh, I, I, I have just started to really uh, make friends. They're not good enough friends for something like this, but enough that it's going to hurt to lose that. It would really be great if you didn't get caught. Uh, we could just say we're working for Dan Dieter. <laughs> yeah. She laughs. Just, well, Dan's, Dan's really got his uh, hands in some bee pockets. Oh, I'm sure. Dan. Okay, so we have to handle Dan. You are friendly with Nelka, correct? No. 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 Not really. She seems to have affections for Roger. She wants to have sex with Roger. Yeah, that friendly sex or I'm not sure actually uh, Roger what are your thoughts on such what a what kind of sex is there there's lots of kinds of sex cat I can uh, get you hooked up with a brain dance sometime if you want maybe well me thoughts are she's a uh, quite a ravishing young lady uh, but she's not really my type she's kind of an asshole she doesn't like me music well you might have to take one for the team here Roger hate to say it so realistically I know what I'm getting out of this deal. As far as, like, the cars, the wealth, we might wind up splitting that. That's the best thing I can think of right now is we go to Dan, we play nice, we continue working on it, and we make a sort of alliance with them. If we don't do that, then it's going to be a race against the clock before things start to turn hairy, unless you have some other way to fix this. I was joking about taking one for the team, by the way. You didn't really laugh. I just wanted to be clear that was a joke. Oh, I'm considering it. It's not off the table. <laughs> oh, okay. Think Dan would really go for that? The splitting it, I mean. I mean, he's a businessman. I'm sure he doesn't want to send his own into the quarantine zone. That's fair. We have one of the keys. Right, that is... and then we'd have two if we went into the quarantine zone, so... They don't know that we have one of the keys. Uh, she, she's like, I, I have a feeling things would have escalated much quicker if they knew we had one of the keys. You haven't told anyone, have you? No. 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 You haven't poked around the job or looked at anything of that nature? I don't know how he'd have any way of knowing that. No. No. She she nods. She says, well, it's negotiating power for sure. But the question is, do we want to split it? No. Not really. I don't trust Dan to split it either way. Yeah, he's a businessman, but I don't trust it. He'll let us do all the work and then he'll have us arrested or killed. Yeah. Roll... Roll like a streetwise, guys. Streetwise, guys. <laughs> roll everyone. Roll a streetwise. Wise guys, eh? Yeah, wise guys. Prem thirty. Fourteen. Damn. I got twenty. That ain't no thirty. <laughs> Cat with his nine. 
Um, so Andy, if I if I were to describe kind of the different tiers of fixers, you've got kind of your like low tier fixers who have like a reputation and not a good reputation. You've got kind of like your up and comers, like Cece, for example. Uh, Kellen, for example, are kind of like up and comers. Like their reputation hasn't really been established. Dan is on kind of the next level above that, where he is well established, and it would be very unlikely for him to go against and like like an alliance like that unless he really had a way to really cleanly get away from it or blame it on you or like but his reputation would not allow him to just do you dirty so to speak so he is not necessarily quote-unquote to be trusted but his reputation is very important to him i just want to make sure you have that piece of information i'm guessing you meant cc who rolled the 30 was me. I am so sorry. Cece. It's all good. It, that actually makes perfect sense that you rolled the 30 because you are indeed <laughs> the fixer. The fixer, yeah. So, so da- you would know that there are several games to be played in New City, right? Yeah. And Dan has played the reputation game and he's played it well. And he would not give up his reputation for any job. You know what I mean? Even, even if it was a quote unquote, like one last job retirement situation. Um, he would have to outplay you, so to speak, to get you, to cut you out. I mean, all right, I might take back what I said. He, thinking through it, his reputation's going to be everything, so I don't think he would go back on it, but I don't know. What happens if he wants exactly what you want, Kellen? He, she kind of laughs, and she says, I guess we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Uh, okay. It's a really nice penthouse, isn't it? Maybe we should talk considerations once we get to that point. Like, they don't have anything right now. They don't have anything. And they just suspect that we're on the job, but they don't They don't know. So maybe we go through with this next one, and if they get the key, then, like, there's negotiating power. I have one, you have one. Hmm. If we have both, then we have even more power. Like, sorry, you've got nothing. What are you going to give me? Though teaming up with Dan would give us better access to a potential AV with less consequences. He's got his hands in pretty much everything. Yeah, but then we'd have to work with Nelka. I mean... We'd have to work with Dan. Yeah. I say fuck them all. Cullen shrugs. She said the only <laughs> risk we run right now is if he finds out we're doing this big of a job on what is debatably his territory, he could just wipe this place off the map and be totally justified to the streets for doing so. So, secrecy is of the utmost important if we're going to proceed. Nelka suspects. Dan's not going to risk his reputation on a suspicion. Yeah. But let's not give them any proof. I mean, she's got nothing other than we met with the dealer, which we did. We got our cards read. We've met with the dealer previously. It's how we set up the gig, so... We're about to go shoot a man for the dealer. I mean, isn't that what we were talking about, Roy? I mean... That's true. We were setting up a job, yeah. She never specified what job she was wanting us off of. We set up a job with the dealer. She... she shrugs. All right. Live fast, not long, right? Let's... (laughs) let's do this. Right, yeah. I doubt he wants to take on the dealer. Or maybe you set up meeting with Dan Dieter while we're going into the quarantine zone, like double happening. And then we could just text you like we got the thing and you have more power in that meeting. 
So uh, if Nyoka does catch us, you're already in negotiations. It's not a bad idea. I can talk to Dan. Yeah. If that's what you want. Not really. I mean, I don't want it, but I also don't want you blown off the map while we're in the quarantine zone. Well, uh, as long as you're all okay with the risk, then there's always going to be some risk, right? Yeah. Is this a bad time to tell everybody that I could probably get my hands on a helicopter? I was going to ask about that, Cat. Does your family know anyone or have one? I could make arrangements. She, Kellen, shakes her head and says, if it's not a B-A-V, it's just going to get shot down. Mm. That would not be good. A uh, helicopter shot down over the quarantine zone, uh, attracting every cyber psycho virus zombie in a five-mile radius to you. Yeah, no, that would not be good. That is the other question with going AV versus dropping down repelling. An AV is going to be a lot more noticeable. I'm sure as soon as Dan hears that that's where they need to go, he's going to have eyes on it. I I think I think an AV can... If you, if you, if you get a lawman B... AV, go late enough at night, I don't think you're going to get clocked. Okay. Um, it's just going to be harder to get, and there are going to be potential political ramifications, but it will be easier to get out. I think uh, taking the exit 92 route, it's going to probably be easier to get in, but how are you getting out? Yeah, true. I was kind of hoping that this guy would have a way for us. She shrugs, and if he's really been surviving out there for all that time, would stand to reason he has a way out, but I don't know that. Where well, I if come he's anything from, like his brother, I'm going to roll in there and sweep him off his feet. All brothers are basically the same, so... From more experience. She laughs. Apparently he's a world-renowned... Well, not world-renowned, because obviously no one knows about him, but he's a world-class hacker. Oh, yeah, so I don't know if there's anything we need hacked while we're there. Because I don't really want to go back to the quarantine zone unless we need to. It might also kind of help lubricate the job. You know, if he's like, if it's not exclusively for the key thing. Yeah. I don't have anything like that. Uh, I just got here. You'll have to remember. Uh, hacking, you know what I mean, is something exclusive to your old world pre-tech shock tech. Uh, yeah. Everything I've worked with here so far is on the net architecture. The dealer was telling us about a world of magic and all of that. How oh, this yeah. is a weird thing for him. You come from that? Oh yeah. Where I come from? I knew a little piece of shit old guy. This tall. Not kidding. <laughs> he could press a button and there'd be two of the little shits. And he oh, could have no. just te- teleported you right in. Teleported you right out. No problem. No shit. Cat's eyes are sparkling, like literal stars that are sparkling right now. <laughs> Emotes, yeah. yeah, I know the the world out there is a lot larger than you're accustomed to, but so is it just here that doesn't have magic? Then she kind of looks around and she says, "I, I mean, I've never seen anyone use." Yeah, that's odd. Now that you mention it, it's been a few weeks, and I haven't really seen anyone use magic, even outsiders. Uh, that is a little odd. You're right. Did you used to have magic? Uh, not in the truest sense. Um, I was an alchemist, a healer in my younger years, a businesswoman. I've traveled around the galaxy, been a part of some big things. I've had a lot of chapters. My book is 
long and storied, and I'm very happy for that. But no, magic, unfortunately not. Hmm. You think all I could have magic if all was out there? You ever heard of healing potions, though? You mean like drugs? No. No, uh, I mean like real magic. Real no, magic? No, I'm, talk- I'm talking to Kellen about the healing potions. She laughs. Uh, uh, Roger, I I don't know. Um, I don't know. This is a completely different world. It was hidden to the known universe for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. I don't even know. I mean, all of the history of New City has been wiped out. So, I mean, we don't even know how long there's been life on your destroyed planet. We only know how long there's been life on the moon. So I don't know. I don't know what happened to your magic or if you had any. Uh, for the the healing potions? No, you don't have to have any. You just, they're just little, she just makes a little mimics with her hands like a little vial. They're just magical little shit. So you toss them back and they they, they they can heal minor wounds and make you feel great. It's crazy. So it's like to make dr- drugs in water then? Like you just mix it in? Well, drugs are scientific, right? Like there was more to this. It was, I'm a scientist, right? I, I understand the different workings of chemicals and chemistry and things of that nature. We're talking alchemy. We're talking things becoming other things. Isn't that science too? She kind of shrugs. Sure. If I burn a piece of wood, it becomes ash. That's not magic. Right. But this is specifically like breaking those natural laws. Yeah, I didn't think I would have lasted in the other world. That's too confusing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, people have been coming here. At least they were coming here. I can't imagine. Yeah, the dealer mentioned that the ships have stopped. And I didn't really notice until he said that. I think he wanted to know why. Yeah, I'm kind of curious about that too. I don't have, I haven't had the best experiences with Terran Command. Most of us haven't. The OIT is one thing. The OIT is, for the most part, innocuous. But Terran Command can be very controlling, might I say, imperialistic at times. So the fact that there's one Terran Command warship in the sky and all of the other ships have stopped coming is absolutely something I would be interested in knowing more about. Perhaps you can have a conversation that way. Alright. What can I have? Just walk up and be like, where'd all the ships go? She she kind of laughs and she says, I mean, maybe not like that, but uh, (laughs) if you go to First Landing, where they're set up, I'm sure you'd be able to find out some information. If it's useful, I suppose. We have a job we're working on right now, but but like I was saying, I mean, it's, it's only a matter of time before you all can leave. And you can see the things I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, that would be interesting, I guess. I would like to be able to push a button there be two of me. That would be great. I would love to see you have a conversation with the duplicate of yourself, Cat. That would be truly beautiful. I wonder if Cat uh, used the uh, TCG if it would be like a perfectly shaped flesh version of Cat. Oh, no. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you wouldn't be able to tell from looking at it, but if you, like, touched it, it, like, was squishy. It's <laughs> squishy. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> Does it, like, in, I don't know, maybe it would grow to be, like, a chitinous-hardened exoskeleton, so it would be more, nope, like... It's super squishy. I'm imagining, like, the little foam cars. Kellen looks like she's, like, thousand yards staring right now, like, <laughs> thinking <laughs> of all sw- these possibilities. Picturing <laughs> it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, what are you guys thinking? Over the walls or down the walls? 
I mean, if we can get by in the cover of night, it would be really nice to have an easier way out. I don't really want to spend more time in the quarantine zone than we have to. Also, it's a big zone, so it'd be nice to just not have to walk across the whole thing. Yeah. I don't want to get bit by a zombie. That do. True. Okay, um, well, obviously the goal is going to be to not lose any friends, but the best place to steal an AV from would probably be the South District. South District? Yeah, she so she pulls up kind of a map and she shows you a map of the um, new city. And then she kind of points down by South Mall, which is like a more towards the edge of new city on the south side, down by uh, Militech and down by Solaris Energy. It's more of like a factory-esque area. It's a little bit more of a rough and tumble place. Uh, she would point, she would say, yeah, be precinct number four far enough away from us and probably the easiest one of the B precincts to break into since a lot of Militech and Solaris and Horizon uh, operations are run by robotics. Also, I you're going to need a netrunner for this job. Probably. Okay. I assume since you didn't immediately say you're going to need Lumi for this job, you don't want us taking Lumi. There's no way I'm letting Lumi go in the quarantine zone. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Cat's gonna is... look at Cece. We can try and finding your delivery guy again. Yeah, what was his name? Rory. It, Rory is not meant for this job. Yeah, no, we're not taking Rory. I have someone. I'm gonna have you stop by Jack's. Okay. Look for a little green fella. Goes by the name of Grinner. He knows you're coming. What did you say his name was? I was gonna say. How does he already know? He's okay. <laughs> By the time you get there, he will be expecting you. His okay. name is Grinner. What kind of a fucked up name is the Grinner? Uh, I don't know if there's a the. I think it's just Grinner. Weird. Okay. I mean, it's it could just be a name he chose. My name's not actually Sapphire. Like, I, ch- what? Ch- I chose. Cat has really? the most shocked emotion face on his plastered across the screen. You guys use your <laughs> real name. Out on the street. Well, no. So people get... Exactly. My name's not actually Roger Socko. It's Roger Townley. There's just dots now in chat. You just... So you just changed your last name. Right, it wasn't a great last name. Not a very just, rock and roll name. You think Socko is more rock and roll than Townley? Right. Okay. Well, it's it's me street name. Yeah, yeah. Got, got it. I still can't believe you kept Roger, like... Oh, very good. Whatever. I think it's a great name. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, you're going to need a netrunner. Make sure that you get in and out nicely, safely. Try not to kill anyone. Please don't kill any bees. Get the AV in, and then I would dump the AV well outside of city. Get yourself a getaway car somewhere in the mushroom forest, and then when you leave the quarantine beta dump it by your car. Should we blow it up? Um, sure. Just don't ever touch it again. You'll be able to disable any sort of, like, GPS, any sort of tracking, but as far as, like, (laughs) a missing AV is not the same as a missing car. It doesn't matter if you scratch the serial numbers off. They're going to know they're missing an AV. Right. Good point. She says, you're not going to exactly be able to take it out for joyrunning, ever, but having it you never know, right? So maybe yeah. if there's a way to hide it without blowing it up, she just kind of waves her hand. I don't want to know. 
I don't want to know what you wind up doing with it, but just telling you that that's going to be not easy to hide in the city. Yeah. You're telling us we can't just park it out back with the others? Is that what I'm hearing, <laughs> Kellen? <laughs> she she nods and, and points at you. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Sounds like we've got a plan for now, at least. Yeah. So, take care of some business before then, and yeah, head out tomorrow. Find him. This Grinner fellow. Yeah. That, I mean, uh, Cece, you kind of look like shit. You sure you don't need a couple nights rest? Um before we go into the quarantine zone. Not talking like a long time, but like, do you need more I mean, than 24 hours after getting hit by a car? You see the like realization kind of come back in of possibly the shock wearing off a little bit of like, oh, uh, yeah, that might be nice, I guess. We'll see how you feel tomorrow. I just shouldn't push it. You look like you if you got hit by one more car, you'd be absolutely done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're not too far off there, I think. I want to go to bed. Yeah, that would be nice. It's real late. <laughs> you heal your body score. <laughs> you heal your body. You heal your <laughs> body score in HP every night you sleep comfortably, if I remember correctly. Okay. Is that cor- corroborate That's everyone else's right. understanding? There is the rules. Rules. Healing. Heal a number of hit points equal to their body for each full day they spend resting. Yeah. Oh, so it's full day. It's not just like night. It's not even night. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Don't take damage. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so Kellen kind of, you know, kind of claps her hands together and says, okay, to summarize, we're going to continue working quietly. My guy, Grinner, is going to be joining the, what do you call yourselves? Good groups usually have like a name. You know what I mean? Yeah. Roger, if you say Roger and V, I'm just going to slap you. <laughs> All right, I mean, I, that was a good idea. I was about to say that, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, think about it. Uh, just, you know, they write the stories, right, about the legends and such. If you don't name yourselves, they're going to name you, and you never know what that's going to be like. But uh, Grinner is going to be joining you. Um, you're going to need a Netrunner. Um, they, you are going to steal an AV from the B Precinct building number four in the South District. We infiltrate quarantine beta. You're going to find the hermit. Please try and find out some more information about the keys while you are there. Not just if he has a key, great. Please get it. If he knows where the next key is, we have no leads right now about where that might be, and we still need two more keys. So those are your two objectives. And then when you are leaving, do not fly that AV back over New City. Get it the fuck out of town. Forced. We made yeah. friends with the dealer, so if we need to go ask more about the keys, we could just go hang out with him. Yeah, Great. Roger's like his best friend now. He wrote him a song and everything. Right, I mean, we're kind of on the rocks at the moment. He's a little bit disappointed about the nature of how we met. Even though, you know, circumstances are always mm. going to be something, you know. Sometimes you're going to meet people under pretenses. And, you know, you just have sure. to accept that as a fact of life. Um, perhaps he values honesty. And sometimes radical honesty can be the right path to take. I shake my head back and forth. And I was like, I, I wanted to be honest with him, but it was not up to me. Discretion was key. Sure. Now we know going forward, though, he likes honesty. It'll be a new look for all of us. I have always been honest. Okay. Uh, anything else you need or want to tell me? Have you ever met a vampire? Personally, no. Uh... But the real... 
I mean, we're talking about like organs and counting and that type of thing. Um, <laughs> no, like just like pointy teeth and translucent skin and might be dead in the other room. Immortality. Uh, undead. Yeah, no. Um, so the last people I traveled with, there was a CEO of a brand of exercise bikes who was expanding into the snack market. It's funny when I say it out loud, sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> was he trying to make people fat so they would have to exercise yeah, right? more? I mean, I guess that makes sense. Quite an entrepreneur. I don't know. I think it has something to do with wheels and what? spinning machinery. Yeah. And the way that he... Wheels. The way that he had a lot of bikes, and so he used undead to pedal the bikes to power... A, listen... Long story short, the crew fought with this individual over some things, but they didn't kill him. You have to, like, kill a vampire. You know what I mean? Right. Or they just come back. Yeah, I, I told you guys. I, how do you have to kill a vampire? Like, yeah. is there certain steps that you have to take? Because, again, I think we have one in the other room. You what? There's, there's one in the other room. <laughs> she looks at you. We put a stake in her heart. Just want to be totally clear. There's there's a vampire on New City. So the the bodies that I told you about before we left to go to the show, um, yeah, one of those had very translucent skin and pointy fangs. And or there was Callus, and there was Bruce, and there Bruce. was Vampire Lady. We did break a baseball bat and stab the vampire. And there weren't vampires on New City before this. No, you're the first well, person that I said mean. they existed, which is why I've been asking. Yeah. I've suspected for years that vampires were real. No, you did not. Maybe I I just never expressed it, but I've seen the films. Sure. Okay, so the two ways to make a vampire not come back are, I believe, decapitation and a stake through the heart, if I am... Okay. Okay, well, I suggested decapitation, but we went with the baseball bat to the heart, so we should be okay. Just like in those Norman Big Buck movies. Maybe I should cut off her head anyways. Well, it's weird. The vampires, the vampires from where we went were from Terra. Were from the Terran command of the ship up in the sky. They were from that planet and they were thriving there because there was no sun. Do you know anything about the history of the rest of the universe? Probably not. Not anyways. No. Not really. How did they live without a sun? I mean, I can. Vampires do great without a sun. What do you what are you asking me? I meant living. Things living without suns. Oh, they were kind of farming people. It was really bad. They're not... Those specific vampires were not great. And there was some magical stuff going on to keep little pockets of people alive on that planet. Roy, the magic again. I'm just concerned that perhaps Terran vampires have come to New City. That's... I mean... Maybe Not it's a good. new trend. Maybe they were from New City and just decided they wanted to look like vampires, but it it didn't seem that way. I mean, you can look at the body. It's in the other room. Yeah. I mean, what if you just pull a stake out? Does the stake have to stay in? Do they come back to life if you do that? I, yeah, I'm pretty sure if you don't decapitate it and you take the stake out, it will come back. Oh, I'm going to do that. That's so cool. Okay. Now we talk. All right. We'll take the stake out, see if she comes back to life. If she does, cut off her head. Maybe ask her where she's from first. Maybe not tonight. Um, I'd, I'd really want to go to bed and don't want 
living nightmares in addition to the sleeping nightmares. All right. So are we not killing Todd tonight? Well, it depends how powerful the vampire is, too. She's looking at some oh. stuff on her phone. She's like, sorry, I'm pulling up their stat sheets here. <laughs> <laughs> just spoogling vampires. Is that something you can just spoogle? Well, I have access to um old friend of mine had some cryptid archives that he kept pretty well. Okay. Hmm. Got a lot of old friends. I'm a well-traveled old lady, Roger. I have many, many, many friends. I've lived many lives. Um, okay, give me one second. So, I know that they can charm. I know they can bring bats and rats and shit. So yeah, stake to the heart. If a piercing weapon made a void is driven into the vampire's heart while that vampire is incapacitated, the vampire is paralyzed until the stake is removed. So technically that vampire is not dead. If it is a vampire. I'm not saying it's a vampire. Bullshit. But hypothetically, if it was a vampire, the stake is like killing it until it gets taken out. And then she would say, uh, just going to want to be careful. It has the ability to, well, I don't know if it would work here. She kind of like taps her phone. It should be able to turn into mist and escape. Oh. But. Sounds like magic. Do you think if we put it in a cryo pump, it would stay unconscious? Will they live without a son? I'm also thinking that perhaps something is suppressing magic. Something about this moon is suppressing magic. Anti-magic moon. We'd have to pull the stake out. If we wanted to do some fucking science, we'd need to go to like an airtight locked room with like, sorry, you you all do whatever you want. Just don't let a vampire loose in my bar. How about that? We need a guillotine. I think we should just put her in the cryo pump. I think that's airtight, isn't it? I mean, it makes sense to me. It wouldn't really be cryo otherwise, would it? I mean, right. it's a cryo pump, not a cryo thing. You just hook it up to them. Oh, okay. Okay, so vampires, magic, yeah. Terran command, ships have stopped coming. Let's, let's, yeah, this is fun. You guys are a lot of fun. You kids always getting up to stuff. You also had a card for and the end of the world is coming, so it's a whole bunch of fun stuff. Oh, some did you? Crazy nonsense. We played uh, played some of that New City Tarot, I see. Yep. Yeah, that stuff's all like, uh, what do you call it? Mumbo Jumbo. Mumbo Jumbo. It's like appeal to tribalism, right? Like hogwash. Astrology and stuff. Not real. He just tells you what you want to hear. Right. I did like, not want to hear that. someone's so. favorite number five in this room. Yeah, it's all so generic, too, that, like, anyone can, you know what I mean? Anybody can be like, oh, yeah, that's definitely me, and it's, yeah. She says this, and, uh, Kat, you see the little boy with the red ball <laughs> sitting next to her, like, kicking his feet and smiling. Kat just kind of looks at him and waves. He gives you a little wave. Kat, who are you waving to? Roger waves back. Yeah. Hi, huh? Kat. Oh, hi. Why are you waving? Do you have a question? Yeah, do you... Do you have to go no, to the no, I was... Did you just reboot? No, I don't have to go to the bathroom. I reboot when I sleep. You're being weird. Were you just waving for fun? No, I was waving at him. At who? At me. Roger? At him? Kat's confused. And then, did you not see the boy? He's still sitting there. Deep, deep. Him. Who are you talking to? Cat's gonna look at the boy and I'm talking to them. Who? What? Cat, there's no boy there. 
Oh boy. He's busted. Gotta get us a new wheel, man. I don't think he's I busted. I am perfectly fine. You can't see them? No. See the who? There's nobody yeah. here but us, Cat. If you see an invisible person spying on us right now, you need to tell us. I don't think he's spying. And he's not invisible. He is right there. Okay, Cat, what exactly are you seeing? And looking at the, the boy, he's going to ask the boy again. He's going to be like, you don't see them? No, take a picture of them. Cat's going to take a picture of everybody, and he's also going to take a picture of the boy. And he's going to try to show the picture of everybody to the boy, and then try to show the picture of the boy, if probably blank, but to everybody else. Uh, it's not blank. Everyone can see a little boy with a yellow shirt and a little red ball sitting next to Kellen. And he's smiling and kind of like hamming it up a little bit. Which side of Kellen is the little boy sitting on? Like towards Cat or <laughs> towards <laughs> me? Like the way that everyone is kind of sitting around this table, it would be between you and Kellen, CC. What the hell? What the hell? And she like falls back over the edge. She had been kind of perched up on the edge of the couch and she just like scrambles away. Well, that's concerning. You guys are being weird. Fuck me. First vampires, now ghosts. What the hell? I walk over and I'm gonna try and like reach into that spot. Come here, you little. What Gosh, I don't think doing? you can grab ghosts. He's not. He's some kind of visible child. Kellen is like, hey, 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 it's, it's more likely no offense, cat, at all, but it's more likely something in Cat's code. I mean, everything... I know, but everything he's seeing, Riot, is electrical signals that are getting processed by him. So if he thinks there's something there, he takes a picture of it, it's going to show up. That's very logical, Kellen, but we're talking about vampires and magic and other bullshit like that, so I'm a little <laughs> spooked, to say the least. Here. And she pulls out her own agent and takes a selfie of herself and says, see, look. And she shows you her picture and there's nothing there. Okay. However, Kat, the little boy is also gone when Kellen takes the picture. Like before the picture is taken, he's gone? Or Yeah, like, like when you showed everyone the picture, like during that little scuffle, imagine like Roger walked in front of you for just a moment. And then once he had walked by, the boy was not there anymore. Well, of course he's not there because he's not there. Great. You just said he was there. Well, he left. Potential ghost boy just running around. What well, now? We got a teleporting invisible child. I mean, I think we've had one. Are you saying you've seen him before? Yes. I mean, I assume so since you seem so relaxed about it all. When? When did you start seeing this little boy? Remember that time we were at that bar and the bee got shot and then we got the key and then came back to Kellen? I saw him there. That was the first time. I think so. <sighs> Glad to as add far something as I know, else. That is the, the first the time that cat saw. Okay. And you don't know who this little boy is? Like, do you recognize them? Are they someone from like your memory bank that's fritzing or something? I'm fine. And no, yes, they're familiar. Okay. I just can't place it. All right. Are you the only person that's seen it? Has anybody else ever seen it? I don't know. I think I think Tritus might have seen. It. But I don't know. The boy keeps asking me when we're going home. Home? Home. I told him we probably, I'll probably go home soon. Back to your family home? I guess... I, I don't know if you know the answers to that since you don't... The boy is just familiar, but... Don't you live in your car? Yes. 
But you don't have a home. Rude. Wow, Roger. Just saying. And apparently I'm married because he has a mom. What? <laughs> Do you think it's your child? Maybe. He seems to think so. Well, I don't know what to say to this. Yeah. Conversation is taking a wild turn. It's like 4 a.m. This is too much. This has been a wild day. Magic, vampires, ghost children. Dancing. And we <laughs> still have to kill Todd. And <laughs> we still have to kill Todd. <laughs> Are we going to kill Todd tonight? Who's your plan, Cat? Well, if we don't kill him tonight, we have to wait until tomorrow night. That is the nature of time. It's what, 4 a.m. at this point? Yeah, probably about. Do we think he's even going to be there for much longer? I don't know. What time does the moon set on New City? Sunrise, moon set. Yeah. Moonrise, moon set. I think it would be more sunrise would be the important part. And that's going to be the sun coming over the arcane debris field onto the moon here. So that's going to be... It's going to be about 7 a.m. would be when the sun would rise. Okay. So we do have a couple hours. Three hours. And that would take like, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes to drive there. So theoretically possible. I now just have this image. This is a total non sequitur, but I have this image of the like romantic watching the sunrise over the debris fields. <laughs> and I find that highly amusing. <laughs> All right. Let's go kill Todd. It's, I mean, it's actually quite beautiful. I know you've grown up with it, but the way the light kind of shines through the the magic, which, yeah, you said you don't have magic. She points up to the sky. That's in every way arcane energy that is trapping the debris field. And the fact that the moon stays in orbit with a destroyed planet, like that's, I mean, that's magic. There's no way that's not magical. I mean, I just assumed that's how it worked. Like you said, we've, I grew up with it, so... I didn't know any different. Or I'd be extremely surprised if that was not magical. Hmm. Anyways, uh, I'm tired, so I'm going to call it for tonight. Uh, you all are a handful, absolutely. I'm very proud of you for getting up to so much shit, and I will talk to you later. <laughs> Night, Goodbye. Kellen. CC full flops, just like full spread out, arm hanging off the side of the couch. So are we going tonight, or we wait until tomorrow? I'm ready to go now. I mean, I kind of like the idea of blowing up Todd and then watching the sun rise over the flames of his shop burning down. Well, it's probably best to get rid of the car soon. Well, leaving it somewhere for my family to come pick up soon, rather than later. Yeah, that's actually a very valid point. Okay. Let's go kill Todd, and then get some sleep. Let's do this! Alright. So, cats gonna take everybody? We're all just gonna go back to the car? Okay, back on the road. Yep. Somebody want to drive Rhonda? So we have a different vehicle? We can drive home? Um, I mean, I can try. How hard can it be? Please don't wreck Rhonda. (laughs) Does anybody else have experience driving a vehicle? I watched Cat drive it while I was on the hood of one. And that's about (laughs) it. I still feel like you're concussed, so you're not driving the car. I'm fine. I'm. I'm pretty I'm sure I'm fine. I suggest. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, out of the three of us, I'm probably the most responsible one. <laughs> so, what, you're? Are you dumping the the car you were going to give your family? I was going to have us use it. It gets seen in this crime, 
And then we drive away while we're all wearing the mask so nobody knows who we are. They can't tell. And then we drive out of range of wherever it is. Everything is blamed on the, the, the original owners of the vehicle. Take it to a dump spot and the family come picks it up. Okay. So you're not like dumping it at the scene of the crime. No, I'm not dumping it there. We'll yeah. just like meet up on the outskirts of town. Have the, my family come pick it up at the, the spot and we drive away in Rhonda. Kind of like our plan with the helicopter, or the AV, mm. outside of town with the, the hot vehicle. And I get a hold of Tritus, who sends family members to come get it there. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so you are heading to the south side? To the laundromat. Not south side, to the... Uh, stacks? Um, the you guys are east? heading to the northeast side of the stacks? Yeah. to the laundromat that was pointed out to you, which I've named Clarence Clearance Clothing Cleaning, <laughs> which is near Rust and Thunder. I'm going to pull you up on the outside of that place. So let me make sure I've got my alleyway here. And you're pulling the car right up to... What is the plan so I know how to kind of set this up? Or do you guys want to talk in the car on the way there? Is there a plan... I mean, I'm assuming we're going to leave Rhonda like down the road. I'll get in the stolen car with the masks on, roll up, and then what? Are we just going to ask for Todd? I mean, one of us could go in, ask for Todd, walk out, signal the cat, and cat blows it to smithereens. Sure, I'll have to make sure I grab the rocket launcher out of Rhonda's hidden compartment. Right, How much? Yeah. Overall destruction will it cause to blow up this? Like, are there apartments over the cleaners? Are there? What's the collateral, <laughs> collateral damage look like? Yeah. So we're kind of rolling up, getting a lay yeah, of the land. Yeah. So you pull, and the uh, clearance clearance clothing cleaners is in the um, is kind of in an alleyway. You pull a car up to the alleyway, as we discussed here. Looking around, it looks like there's some other shops. Most of them in the area seem to be closed down. You don't see a lot of foot traffic. Looking at the like building uh, further up, you're not really able to tell from the outside what might be behind those other windows, though, without going in and looking around. Okay. I mean, I don't really want to. I don't really want to blow up a bunch of innocent people. I mean, you could try to get them out into the street or something and blow them up there. <laughs> Bro, what are you doing to that car? I'm not doing it. What are, what are you doing? What are you doing? It spins every time I. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's just gonna be. That's the ghost child. That's the best. That's the best it's gonna get. Is like that. It's gonna be a little chody, but say lovey. Who doesn't like a good chode, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can't tell. Uh, there's like maybe a couple lights on in uh, in the building that it's in. Um, you saw the destruction, you know, as you launched the uh, as the rockets were launched towards you and missed you. Like it probably took out a couple floors, but it didn't like topple buildings. Okay. Not to say it couldn't like start a fire. The bees. It, this is the northeast side. Bees don't get out here in time. Building burns to the ground. Thousands of people die. You have that on your conscience for the rest of your life. You really never recover. 
You hear their screams as you sleep for the rest of your life. Good night sleep's a thing of the past. That's why we go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you guys have gamified therapy in this game. Like, I could do whatever. <laughs> Monstrosity. What happens when the therapist needs therapy, though? <laughs> but doctor, I am Pagliacci. <laughs> or what is that? I don't know the name. Well, at first we should... Yeah, I think we should just see if Todd is there, ask for some yeah. berserker, maybe get him out a little bit outside, do minimal damage. Yeah. Okay. I'll go in. I'll just unload bullets and rocket launchers. Something's bound to hit him. I like this plan. Cool. Something's bound to hit him. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, as you guys kind of like pull off to the side, a you see like a booster walk out and stumble down the hallway uh, or the alleyway. After a couple more minutes, not even minutes, like we're talking like maybe 30 seconds tops, um, a uh, Kleppen, which is a raccoon-like person. This one seems to present more um, female. And several little kits following (laughs) her walk out. And she opens the door to the laundromat, a little bell jingles, like ding-ding-ding-ding. And she gives you a little wave, and uh, the kits are... Um, following her, and one of them yells back, it's like, bye, Dad, see you tomorrow. And then they head down the alleyway. Shit. Glad his name is Todd, otherwise I'd hate this so much more. You're not getting cold feet on me, are you? I mean, he's got kids. I have a kid, apparently. And people still try to blow me up with a rocket launcher. We're not killing the kids. No, but we're killing the dad. Well, he shouldn't have sold drugs in the dealer's territory. A job is a job, CC. Yeah. Did the dealer say we had to kill him? I'm recalling the deal. Was it specifically to get rid of Todd, like kill Todd, or just get him to not? It was strongly suggested we kill Todd. If I remember right, he, he said to kill him. You're okay with that, Seth? You're the one who wanted to save the bee. You're yeah, okay with taking a dad from his kids? The bee wasn't our target. No, I'm not okay with it, but we need the dealer, and we made this deal. An agreement is an agreement. Yeah. Learned anything from Dan, its reputation is everything. Okay, let's do this shit. She just pulls down her mask, gets out of the car. Oh, you're going, you masks on? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're going? Okay. I mean, are, are we not? I thought we were going in and pulling him out to try and limit collateral damage. I thought somebody was going in by themselves and trying to hear the surface. CeCe's masks on. The music has started playing. There's like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I mean yeah, the idea was somebody's going to go in and ask for drugs, get him out the door, so he don't blow up the whole building. I can go in if you want me to. I thought that was the plan. I was just going to do it with my mask on. <laughs> okay. And who am I to judge? I mean, to be fair, it's probably a good idea so the cameras don't. Yeah. Go in and the voice is just like, are you Todd? You and Roger can go together. It worked real well last time. I mean, if Roger wants to go in, more power to him. I wasn't trying to put a damper on your plants. I just thought it was funny. She's like, <laughs> all right, puts on the mask and goes. Okay, fine. <laughs> Let's go. Cast I mean, the gun. <laughs> you were not wrong. That's kind of the vibe. Okay, so what are you doing? How is this going down? Roger, are you going in or am I? I, I don't know. What we do? Sounds like we're going to just put on our masks and go game. I mean, is that really that weird? I don't know. I don't buy drugs. Is that that weird to go in with a mask, go in anonymous? Probably not. Yeah. It's a new city. Yeah, I won't make you roll for that one. If you go in there with a mask on and an assault rifle, they're just going to shoot you. That's fair. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys are walking in fully geared. <laughs> Not I mean, just mask on. <laughs> do you just want me to go? Like, just gotta go ask for drugs and be like, can you come outside? I mean, it's hard, but it's not. Well, a second ago, we were afraid of cameras. I mean, we have Lumi and we'll have Grinner tomorrow. I mean, well, we probably should have told them that we needed them first. If we weren't wearing the Do mask. we want to do this tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like not enough discussion <laughs> went into this before we got here. <laughs> but we need to get rid of the card soon, and that's why we're using it for this. Cece, can you call Lumi? <laughs> yeah, I'll call Lumi. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Why do you have the same ring to it I do? Hello? Hey, Lumi. I know oh it's super God. early. I'm sorry. Yeah, what's up? Uh, can you kill the cameras around the alliteration? Around Clarence's clearance clothing cleaning? Uh, I'll shoot some nano your way. Yeah, let me... Um, Yo, I just got this mysterious deposit for 259. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, it's real weird. I'm kind of uncomfortable about it, but you know, it's here, so I'll take it. Right, well, you, know, you know, don't lift a gift now now in the mouth, I always say. Yeah. <laughs> this episode's gonna come out before that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> don't spoil that. I gave them nano for something else, and you'll find out later. <laughs> Lumi's like, uh, there's nothing, there's nothing on the net if they have any net architecture there it's local so just look for computers and smash them like Flynn does oh okay if that... you if you see cameras but there's nothing there's nothing like on the cloud that was probably the smarter option I'm so sorry go back to bed thank well, no, you you couldn't have known that without okay good night good night I'll send her a hundred nano because now I feel bad a hundred nano shit all right I was the easiest hundred nano she's ever made. Yeah, you can call me in the middle of the night, Emily. Send me a hundred bucks. I'm still trying to figure. Well, Cece would know what job. Emily doesn't know what jobs are worth. Would Cece? That was like maybe a ten dollar oh, okay. or ten nano. <laughs> I'll send her fifteen. Fifteen nano. All right, it's a good tip. The good morning inconvenience. That's a that's a subway sandwich. All right, I'm going in. All right, you go in. Worst comes the worst, we all just have to go in and just beat the shit out of him. Hopefully he comes out and we could just shoot him. But now that I think of it, like I feel like we should just go inside and shoot him. I don't know why we really need to use the rocket launcher. I mean, we were sending a message, weren't we? To him. But if he's dead, he gets the message. Well, like, a well, message, the message of don't is for deal anybody else in. for the yeah. dealer. For his kids. And we need the l- rocket launcher for that. I don't know. A rocket launcher sending a good message. Okay. All right. You know what? I'm just going to stick to the plan. I trust you guys. <laughs> Go ahead, Roger. Um. So uh, yeah, you uh, walk get in. Out of the car. Yeah. Walk on in. There are a few people who are, um, you know, kind of leaned up against the wall. Look to be, you know, more guard-like. So you do see a uh, security camera in the, we'll call it like the top left side of the laundromat here. And there is, I know the token is not correct, but there is a, Todd is this gentleman in the uh, back. He is set up next to a couple vendors, has a little card table in front of him, and there is a door behind him. And he looks up and gives a little wave and he's like, oh, hey there. Welcome to my new shop. Hey, hello there, mate. Pleasure to meet you. I, uh... 
I was told from the compatriots around town that you're the man to talk to for some, uh, some, 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 some fun time stuff. Some looking for some crazy burgers. Well, I'm not familiar with all of the street-level colloquial terms, but I do sell illicit substances and drugs. Right, a synth coke. Oh yeah, I've got synth coke. I've got berserker. I've got some black lace. I've got some blue clay. I've got, I've got all sorts of stuff. Well, I'm not into some of that, but I'm into the more of it, uh, the synth coke. If you got some of that. No judgment from me. How much you want? Give me just one second to look. There's a lot of drugs, so looking through <laughs> at a specific one. Um, oh, we sell, we sell, uh, we sell hits of synth coke for 15 nano a pop. That's a pretty good price. Oh, well, that, that is a good deal. Wow, that changes things, actually, mate. I might have to go, uh... I'm gonna have to run out to me car real quick and get some more money. Okay. You like cars? No, not particularly. Really? Uh, yep, yeah, really, I have to sit in a booster seat to drive, and it's kind of demeaning. <laughs> oh, really? I guess. I just figured a guy like you might like a really slick car. No, uh, it's not Not really my vibe. You like music? <laughs> uh, take it or leave it. Take it or leave it, mate? What's that supposed to be? Are you a are you a police officer? I hate to, <laughs> hate to ask you straight up, but you're asking some strange questions and no, just, it's, no, it's against the law not to tell me if you're law enforcement. And I'm kind of <laughs> new at this. And I'm not a law enforcement mate. Okay. I'm a rocker boy. All right. Got a nice car. Got some hot little girls out in the car. Looking to pick up some synth coke. Oh, I'm happily married for several years. Parent of seven. Uh, I'm not interested <laughs> in, in hot girls either. Just uh, just doing business here, minding, minding my shelves here and selling some drugs. Really? Really, really. Well, I've got something really cool to show you in the car, but <laughs> I mean, I guess if you don't want to see it. You're acting awfully suspicious about the car thing. You kind of changed your story a couple of times. Well, I've got all three of them. You've got all three? Well, what's the third thing? <laughs> the cool thing, the women, and the car. What is, what's the cool thing? Well, I mean, it wouldn't be much of a surprise if I showed you, would it? I'm just gonna go get me money, mate. You're not very fun. <laughs> oh, well, I apologize. I just customer satisfaction is very important to me. I just, like I said, yeah, I'll be much more satisfied if you come check out this cool thing I have to show you. I, I, I understand, but you know, I've, I've heard this can be kind of dangerous and dangerous. Uh, <laughs> this is dangerous job that I'm in, and, you know, I, I don't want to take any risks, like going away from my protection, or going away from my cameras, and I only just met you, surely you understand. Oh yeah, mate, I mean, I totally get it. I just thought you'd really like to see this cool-ass thing I got. I, I mean, I, I don't not want to. Um, <laughs> you've piqued my interest, for sure. But... I mean, you could bring your friends. You always want to see something really cool. Uh, give me, like, a uh, persuasion check. And, uh, yeah, give me a persuasion check. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna put some luck on it. A 23, lads. It is so cool. You're gonna flip your lid, and then we'll do a couple of hits of synth coke with the hot girls in your nice car. Well, we don't, he looks at each of them, we don't do the product, everyone. Remember that. It's very important that we keep our senses. What? Oh, of course. It's. Um, Haven't you ever heard you gotta get high on your own supply? I've heard the literal opposite of that. <laughs> like when I spoogled how to become a drug dealer, that was like the first rule not to do. But it's, it's simple logic, mate. You get the drugs, you do the drugs, you sell enough drugs to do drugs for free. 
Oh, I'm not trying to get high, though. I'm just trying to make enough to, you know, take care of my family. Well, I'm paying. I don't want to do drugs. I promise. <laughs> I promised my wife I wouldn't do drugs. You're not going to talk me into that one. But you did talk me into letting, you know, my security detail go look at your cool thing. That's fine with me. You all can go look. That's fine. <laughs> you don't want to see it? Well, no. I, I promised my wife I wouldn't do anything dangerous, and I'm going to stay here, but... You're very persuasive, and I'm going to let my friends go. All right. Come on, lads. Let's go look at this really cool thing. Okay. The, um... <laughs> to all three of the security guards, who are all... We'll just say they're all human males. Follow you out to the street. Who are these people that Roger's bringing out of the laundry mat? None of those are Todd. Maybe he's not... Th- I mean, he has to be there. We just saw his family leave. <laughs> what is he doing? I don't know. Do I just shoot? Wait. No, we're th- not going to blow up the random dudes that Roger's bringing out of the laundry bat. So do I shoot? just shoot them? <laughs> do I shoot? Do we that just shoot really them with our me. other guns? And we don't even know who they are. We just talked about not wanting collateral. Is Roger making any sort of, like face or... Yeah, Roger, are you trying to communicate anything with your eyes? <laughs> um, no. I just walk no. up and reach into the backseat and, and say, here you go, boys, look at this. And I pull out my, uh, keytar. Okay. And I just start I just start going nuts on it. <laughs> <laughs> they all look at each other and they're what like, what, what the what fuck? <laughs> Roll performance, though. Like, let's see how good it is. Or not performance, uh, play instrument. We've got the same exact looks inside the car. Yeah. 24. <laughs> I mean, at first they're like, this is the fucking thing he wanted to show us. And then you just start wailing on it in the middle of this alleyway. And they kind of, they're like into it. They're like tapping their feet, grooving a little bit. And then while that's all happening, I look back at the team and just kind of like shrug and motion my head into the building shake my butt at the building <laughs> okay so the way that this is set up would be like this like this so is the laundromat to the south the laundromat is right here i know it says pizza shut the fuck up i'm doing my best okay i'm doing my <laughs> goddamn best that's the laundromat it used to be a pizza place remember this is all ai generated so they can't help the signage Roger doesn't have an internal agent, does he? No. No. Okay. Do you just go in, go inside? I, I, I guess, guess so. Okay. Cece will take her mask off. Right, you two go inside. What? I'm going to stay outside with Roger. Because if you make a loud noise, they're just going to shoot Roger. Why is Cece I love this. Cat and Cece. <laughs> All right. Cat has his mask on, holding a rocket launcher, and looking. You at look like confused. a fucking idiot with a square <laughs> head with a mask attached yeah, yeah. to it. They're not going to fucking. Does, cameras can't tell who I am. That's what matters. <laughs> um. Okay. So let me fucking delete these people. This is amazing. Um, I'm just looking at Cece, who's not wearing her mask anymore, and wondering what the hell's going on with her. Cece's just giving the I don't know shrug, like, I give up. Uh, Kat and Cece, you can see now, correct? Yeah. Um, okay. I can see the thingy. I'm on the wrong side of the place, I think. There's oh, the- two of me. Ah! He did clone. <laughs> <laughs> no! It's okay. good. Kat and Cece, you walk in. <laughs> 
And there is a uh, very pleasant looking little raccoon folk um, sitting over a card table. Um, and he's kind of tapping his fingers together. And he gives a little wave and he's like, oh, hello there. Hello. Welcome. Welcome to my shop. Uh, my little shop here. This is my shop. Um, apologize about any noise. Oh, this is your shop? Yeah, this is my shop. You must be Todd. That's me. I'm Todd. Nice to meet you. Is there an initiative? Because I, as soon as he confirms he's Todd, I'm shooting the rocket launcher at him. <laughs> well, we're Holy inside. Uh, I'm oh surprised, so I'm going to go ahead and roleplay that he is surprised. So, everybody, um, roll. This is the plan, and everybody's surprised? Yes, because we're both that inside. That was a little abrupt. I'm not going to get gaslit on episode, that. <laughs> episode one, you gave me a body. Kat instantly goes dispose of the body. <laughs> you are, you are efficient. So... Let's go ahead and... <laughs> I I absolutely expected the gun part of just, like, shoot him. I did not anticipate the rocket launcher inside the building part of that. <laughs> okay, everyone roll initiative, please. Uh, I still see nothing and have no token. <laughs> Man, I don't know how to fucking do multi-map initiative, so... I can only see with the token I pulled onto it earlier. Give me just one second here. Okay, so everyone get into initiative, and then we'll just switch back and forth from map to map. We got a surprise round on everybody. <laughs> Including your own team. I, know. Yep. I don't know how. The plan was established. Cat literally got out of the car with the rocket launcher, walked with CZ into the building. <laughs> I can't fault you for it at all. It just, my brain still says, what? And Cece absolutely would have, like, started walking forward. It's a good thing there's washing machines in the back. <laughs> and Kat is going to go first, as everyone is going to be surprised here. Um, Todd is giving you a polite little wave, happy to see some new customers. Uh, the thought goes through his head. He's like, man, I'm really doing okay. Look at where the mouth is spreading. <laughs> oh, Look at no. all these new people coming to my shop. I can't wait to go home <laughs> and tell my wife that everything's been going so well and... Then you pull out a rocket launcher, and <laughs> and I shoot. At I'm gonna add some luck because I don't want to miss. I should have added some luck. Okay, twenty-one. What's Dogs. the DV? And the DC for that range is fifteen. Jeez, I hit. That that is absolutely a hit. Poor Todd. <laughs> Poor Todd. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Okay. some critical damage. That's such so, good damage. Jesus. Does that include the critical damage or is that additional? I think, I think it's five additional critical damage. Actually, it does not matter. Um, Todd is wearing leather armor, which has four stopping power and a total of 25 hit points. Oh, Meaning no. that Todd is a stain on the inside of the laundromat dying immediately. All right, Cece. Mission is over. Damn it, cat. What the hell was that? And then, Cece, it is your turn. <laughs> She's like cowering. What is the ex what's the explosion radius on a rocket launcher just so I'm uh, sure that didn't hit? Yeah. Cece, 5 by 5. 5 square by 5 square. The center is your intended target. Okay. So it does not 
kit. I mean, some blood gets on you, CC, for sure. Definitely have some blood of Todd on you and it just eviscerates him. And this entire back area is just in flames. His entire supply of drugs is in flames too. Thousands of nano worth of drugs here explodes. Um, you have just kind of waved at him too. Like he made eye contact with you, gave you a little smile, gave you a wave, and then he exploded. Um, do you think I'm going to have you roll? She is dry heaving at the very least, just from <laughs> shock and initial... I don't think she's ever seen someone full exploded before. Yeah, go ahead and roll endurance for me. Okay, there we go. That's an eight. <laughs> I was just saying I would uh, I'd subtract 1d6 of humanity damage for every one spot that you got and you got no one spots so it is 10 humanity loss for cc ouch that's a lot she just stands there in shock what the hell was that cat that was the plan we're inside the damn building (laughs) you didn't say the plan was changed i think we should leave now (laughs) (laughs) that's a free action Okay, uh, that brings us to Roger. Roger, <laughs> inside. So let's switch over to the alleyway. Uh, Roger, there's an explosion inside. Rocks this building. Glass shards shoot out into the street while you're playing the guitar. And the three, uh, the boosters and the other uh, guard in front of you, all like are like surprised and reel back a little bit. What do you do? Oh my god, there must have been some sort of tragic accident. (laughs) Wow. Roll, my god, like a DC fucking 25 (laughs) deception. What's deception? Is it just persuasion? I think that'd be like an acting. (laughs) Yeah, persuasion. (laughs) Roll that acting. Acting or persuasion? Persuasion. Well, I'll let you pick. Because you're trying to both act surprised and you're trying to persuade them. So I'll let you pick. And I wish I had a little bit more luck, but... That's going to be like a DC 25, and even then, you might get an extra round. Like, they're going to know eventually, right? Like, 33! Jeez! (laughs) God damn it, dude. Why did I let you roll it? Oh, man. Holy shit. They're like, yeah, a tragic accident indeed. (laughs) I don't know. What do you do? (laughs) They don't seem to immediately aggress upon you is what I will say. Seems like they <laughs> are not tying you distracting them with a keytar in the middle of the night in an alleyway to the explosion inside the building. Somehow. I imagine the surprise of it is like they're not putting two and two together. I look over at Sapphire like this isn't going to work for much longer. <laughs> we should get in the car. <laughs> well, I'm going to be in the old dusty trail. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this is fucking... This episode is gold. I liked the... What was that, cat? The plan. <laughs> the plan. <laughs> okay, uh, and then I have to go back to the laundromat for turn order because it's not going to show up here. Uh, I'd like to see roll 20 do two map combat. Let's see if they could even fucking keep up. That brings us to Cat. Cat, what do you do? Um, I... Well, mission's done. Cat is moving back to the car. Okay. So I'm Let's going go, to CC. switch back <laughs> over to the um, that map, put you in the doorway here, Boop. Um, and let me double check how much movement that was for you. So 
you were standing here. So we've got four meters. So two squares to get to there. So you've, you've used two squares of, of movement as we come out here. Yeah, well then I will use the rest of my movement and then I will proceed, uh, use my full movement to get over to the car and get ready to get in. If the doors are open, I'm gonna you know, move as if I'm gonna get in. Yeah, you see Roger like moving to get in as well. <laughs> I'm gonna just like get over to the car, just like as Roger's getting in, place the rocket launcher inside him. <laughs> so you have the rocket launcher like visibly. <laughs> there is no hiding a rocket launcher. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's a good question. Where would you put it? Up your butt? Well, you could have just dropped it in the laundromat. That's yeah. insanity. Whoa, okay. I got a rocket launcher. Cat is not letting go of that rocket launcher for this. Forever, especially after that, it was it was glorious. <laughs> Are you guys able to modify your initiative if you right click on your person? No. I wish that the turn tracker would work on both maps here. So Roger had a seventeen. It's CC Roger Cat Meat Booster. I don't know where this yeah. security offer was. Oh, Cat rolled the same initiative. How nifty. Sapphire had a thirteen. Okay. So Cat used his movement to walk to the car. Yep. Okay. That's going to be the boosters who just saw Cat walk by with a rocket launcher. <laughs> yep. So I don't think the fact that um, Roger persuaded them so well is going to have any bearing at this moment. I also like the fact that the rocket launcher is going in the front seat with you. So it's just going to be like really awkwardly laying across your laps <laughs> while you drive around. I was imagining it's like placed in between the front seats. It's like... No, it's going to be fucking middle. awkward. They are... They're just going to be like, what the, what the fuck? And they're going to... What the fuck? Rush at you. Um, the first one is going to try to... I mean, I think it's going to try to disarm... I would knock the rocket launcher out of your hands. So he's going to attack the rocket launcher, aiming for rocket launcher. Roll evasion. Ooh, I got a preem. Roll evasion against a 16. Let's do it. So he knocks the rocket launcher out of your hand, and then the other one's going to pick up the rocket launcher. You did not reload it, though, correct? No, it's not reloaded. (laughs) Yeah, so I think he picks it up, and he looks in it, and just is like, this is all happening, like, really fast. That's going to bring us to Sapphire. Sapphire, what the fuck do you do? (sighs) Sapphire's just going to (laughs) sigh. Just look over at the man sitting next to him, be like, will you excuse me? She's just going to start walking towards the laundry mat. She's going to stop and be like, Cat, did you guys get the cameras? Uh, I think that's why we were wearing a mask. CC uh, did not have her mask on. I will take that as a no. <laughs> it could be cameras on the outside. Uh, and she's just going to go into the laundry mat. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> this is not as going as well. <laughs> you guys need some team building. <laughs> foreshadowing (laughs) so sapphire goes inside um so that was gonna be roger has a shotgun basically all of your movement yeah once i'm in do i see like a computer there's a door behind todd and then everything like basically on the other half of this area is on fucking fire all right So you mean there's a door splattered with Todd? There is a door splattered with Todd. Cece is heaving. Uh, you see, you see blood and bits of 
Todd on her in her hair. Uh, you see her spit out a little piece of bone. <laughs> Which then causes her to heave more. <laughs> and you realize that, like, you don't have to roll medicine for this. Cat must have literally shot him with a rocket launcher. Not, like, hit near him. Like, right. the rocket hit him. Right. Uh, Sapphire's just gonna pat CC on the head be like, yep, yep. <laughs> Use her action yep. to just start moving towards the door. Okay. That's it. She gets as far as she can. That is then going to bring us to the pyro, who is going to... Uh, he is going to fucking... Jesus Christ, what would I do in this fucking... This is so crazy. He is going to um, walk forward. He's going to hold forward his hand. You're going to see in his hand, like a little bit of a, uh, his palm retracts and you see that there's some sort of nozzle in his hand as he is pointing it towards you, Roger. Uh, And it starts to spray out some type of liquid all over you and you smell gasoline, but not quite fast enough before he shoots a line straight through you and Cat of fire. I'm realizing I don't know how flamethrowers work now that I've used one. Cyberpunk Red, flamethrower DV. Okay, it's a shotgun mechanically. So let's go to um, shotguns. So zero to six yards is 13, and that's going to be a line straight through you. So he hits both of you with the flamethrower, which is going to cause you to light on fire since it hit you. And it is, um, which means you have to spend your action at the end of your, you have to spend your action to put the flames out or you take two damage at the end of each of your turn. 19 damage gets sprayed across the two of you, Roger and Kat. And both of you are lit on fire if that dealt any damage. And I don't think there's armor enough to make that not do damage to you. (laughs) Yeah, that'll do damage. Okay. You guys still have armor though, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. This doesn't play your count. It doesn't play your armor. Yeah, it, armor would reduce the damage. It functions as a shotgun. Yeah, it functions as a shotgun. Yeah, it's just and a it lets shot. you on fire. So minus eleven from that, I think, is what your armor was, right? Unless it was ablated already. Mm-hmm. So eight damage and your armor ablates by one. Or more, because I think both of you are ablated after last fight. Mm-hmm. I had an ablate. I don't think I don't know about Roger. Yeah, I did. That's going to bring us back to CC. She will pull herself together a little bit um, and see Saf making her way towards the back room. We need to get the cameras, don't we? I got it. You go outside. Okay. Thanks. And then she'll walk outside. <laughs> okay. Back to the other map. Um, that was that was, six, that was meters six meters of movement. So yep. I'm going to put you by the door and you have spent three of your move. And you see Roger and Kat. <laughs> How do you guys react to being lit on fire? Was there any... Got real quiet. Yeah, not great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. God, Roger, I am on fire. Overheating. <laughs> then she's just going to pull out her pistol and take some shots. I'll okay. aim... I'm going to aim for the one with the flamethrower. Wait. Okay. I will take another step forward. Can I still see... Do I still have line of sight on... Yeah, absolutely. Cool. I'll shift over there. Um, and shoot that one. An 18. Yeah, absolutely hits. And I'll just take the second shot now. Okay. And a 16. I'm pretty sure. 15, yeah. yep, that hits. Yep, cool. So that is 
the damage, please. That's 11. Nice. And 14. Nice. On that one. So, minus four from the first one, and minus three from the second one. Two uh, fantastic hits. Already, you see some blood trickling down this person uh, through their leather armor that they're wearing. And then she will stay where she's at, like stay in the doorway area. Okay. Not blocking the door, but in the doorway area. Roger, you are on fire despite your excellent guitar solo. Yeah, it's a little frustrating. <laughs> Being on fire, you know, can be. That's okay. Feel your feelings. Drop my guitar suddenly. And oh no. Pull out my shotgun and I'll fire it at this flamethrower guy. Okay. I think that's what it is. I think zero, shotgun zero to six area, yeah, 13 DV for that. And then I guess I'll just try and uh, run down the street screaming. <laughs> Dude, you uh, get to take your two damage for being on fire while you do so. Yeah, you do take two damage from being on fire. Cat, Roger has just ran down the street screaming. <laughs> that is what we're supposed to do when we're on fire. Okay. Cat pulls out his pis- his unholsters, his uh, heavy pistol, and will take aim at the pyro and shoot him. We target him and then. Jesus. Nice. You're shooting the pyro? Yep. Oh my god. Okay. Still good and standing? Uh, He's not good. Real real bad, but he's still standing. And Catwell second shot pyro. 21. That hits. Oh my god. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Real dead. Pew, pew. Bang, bang. Please, I would like to request you to stop attacking me. You do not have to die here. Four pistol shots. And then Cat is going to move around the car. Please drop the rocket launcher and run away. You can't do any cool slide over the hood of the car or just walk? I mean, I can slide over the car. I forget, is there a thing to do that? I mean, you can just do it, but if you want to see how cool you look, you can do it. Oh, I'm going to see how Athletics. Cool yeah. All right. Athletics. It's only 11. Pretty mid. Just like belly slide over it. <laughs> yeah. So the pyro takes four pistol shots, just bang, 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 and falls dead. Uh, Cat says, what was the offer? You said if they drop the rocket launcher, you'll let them go. Drop the rocket launcher and go, you can leave. Oh, man. We are not here for you. That's not a bad offer, honestly. They look back in the laundromat pat cc's covered in blood they see the flames uh their friends been dropped in front of them and they're give me a persuasion check uh with advantage because of the uh um persuasion from earlier and all of the shit that has happened and explosions and i think you have the upper hand intimidation wise nice persuasion it's not a bad deal just nope. see if they give a shit about Todd. Todd was probably a pretty good employer. He's probably pretty nice to him. I'm gonna spend two luck on this. Okay. Oh wow. It's a good thing you... I have. <laughs> yeah, you have advantage. Oof. That was a two. It also gets the two the two luck, right? Because it's the same roll. Ew, that's a good point. Am I gonna let that yeah, I'll, yeah. You can use luck on both advantage and disadvantage rolls. Huh. That makes it's sense. Like, Cause it's basically good to know. Yeah. Alright, so a fifteen. I think that's good. They look at each other. They look at their dead flamethrower buddy friend. And 
they drop the rocket launcher and kind of eye you, Cat, to see if you make any like aggressive movements. And if not, they're going to hoof it down the alleyway. He's got to look like some evil Terminator shit because he's also <laughs> on fire. He's on. That's true. You're both on fire. Uh, I imagine you still have that weird smiley face on your monitor, which is somehow <laughs> more do. scary. <laughs> Just probably like red eyes on it because it's combat mode. <laughs> okay. You let them go for real? I'm on fire. Okay. <laughs> Do you let them go? Can I end initiative? Yes. Yes. Cat will let them run away so he can put out the fire. In me. Okay. Woo. Uh, Sapphire in the back. <laughs> there is a small kind of closed uh, CCTV um, system there with some cameras that were wired up and running into a laptop. You don't see that it's, like, connected to the net or anything. Seems like something you'd be able to handle yourself. Okay. I just, like, smash the shit out of the laptop. Okay. Um, smash the shit out of the laptop. Look around. See the fire is probably going to do the rest of it. And you... I'd actually probably, like, take the laptop and throw it into something already on fire. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Laptop is destroyed. Um, and you come outside to see uh, Kat and Roger are... I imagine putting themselves out. Oh, yeah. I can't play your characters for you. That would be my plan. <laughs> Stop, drop, and roll. Stop, drop, and roll. Um, Roger, I'm going to need a luck check. Roll below your luck. So <laughs> what time you don't want a preem? Right. I don't know. It's still a preem. <laughs> Unfortunately, the um, I misunderstanding of the plan... Whatever happened just now, uh, there was a casualty. And when you dropped your keytar, it broke. Oof. Why well, does suck? I thought you were going to say me hair. <laughs> you want me to say your hair? You Priorities. Have- <laughs> do you want to trade your hair for the keytar? No. <laughs> this seems like a tense moment um, between CC having trouble with it and uh, the plan kind of falling apart. So I just want to. Whatever's going to happen here is what happens. So go ahead and play out Sapphire walking out of the In Flames laundromat clearance, clearance, cleaning, clothes cleaning. What just happened? The plan. The- I followed it. No, you didn't. You you left before the cameras were even taken care of, so I had to go back. Well, oh, you could have waited until the guys were dead first. The cameras weren't going anywhere. You also could have looked out the door to see that me and Roger were dealing with them and not just walk out with rocket launcher to immediately make the mat. Yeah, what was up with that? I had them in the palm of my hand. I was just going to get in the car and go. Well, you two caught on fire. Cat's also going to walk over back to the other side of the car and pick up the rocket launcher. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go pick up my broken guitar. This so. is a real travesty. I'm fine with everything that happened up until you just left without taking care of the cameras. We're looking. We were supposed to be wearing the mask. We had decided not to wear the mask. You still need to get rid of the cameras. You don't know what's outside. You don't know... If we are wearing the mask, the cameras don't matter. Well, I wasn't wearing a mask to begin with. Yeah. You were supposed to be wearing your mask. That was the plan. The whole family saw us in the car without masks on when they left. Where'd the other two go? I see one dead body. Oh, they left. Did you threaten them? Why did you just let them leave with seeing our faces? I was on fire. Bro, I was on fire. You were on fire. Yeah, if you can't tell, I'm a little bit crispy over here. 
Also, going back, what the hell was that, Raja? You were supposed to go in, get the dealer out, and you come out with all of fanboys? It didn't work out. He didn't want to go. So you start playing them a concert? It was the only way. Listen, I don't think that was too bad because you got them away from him so you can go in and kill him. I would have not used the rocket launcher. I would have used something a little bit more subtle. Why didn't you just beat him to death? Because the plan was for them to use the rocket launcher. Outside. The plan was to use the rocket launcher outside. I never said that. We did. Okay. My plan was always to just shoot the rocket launcher in the, ha- the building. So it was always going to be your plan or no plan then? It was the plan. It was your plan. Exactly. It wasn't the plan. There's four of us. Three of us agreed to rocket launcher outside. I misunderstood. Oh my god. And now I'm going to see exploded... Listen, the bees are going to be here. Can we go home? Yeah. Does this flamethrower person have anything good? I was about to go pick up the flamethrower. Yeah, give me a second. I'm going to go sit in the car. (laughs) Yeah. Ridiculous. The three of you would notice too. Like, I imagine there's like a physical... At least, at least Sapphire would notice as like a, a med tech, the humanity loss that CC is kind of oh, repeatedly yeah, is undergoing here. Shaking, like apart from she just threw everything up, she is visibly shaking. But yeah, she's there's some physical visible effects of that. Um, he, other than the, so he only had the single shot of the um, incendiary. He does have a flashbang on him. He has 50 very heavy pistol bullets. And a very heavy pistol, just normal quality. Well, we might as well take all this junk. Yeah, flashbang, 50 bullets, very heavy pistol. Looks like he had cyber eyes and some cyber ray, too. We're not taking his body to take that. I I, I don't think (laughs) Seth. I don't know, y'all are playing. I don't know, I'm just telling you what there is. I've got three bodies to deal with already. (laughs) It's a backlog. Okay, so where's everyone headed for the night? Um, I think we're. Taking the cars to go drop off, and then to everybody wherever everybody wanted to go. Sapphire will go back to her apartment. Yeah, on the way, since we're in the stacks, can you drop me at home? Sapphire will stay with Cat to help deliver the cars, and then go back home afterwards. Okay. Did yeah. you ever pick up your apartment, Sapphire? Nope. <laughs> I flipped over the mattress. That it's counts. a little that bit sad going home to your still ripped apart apartment. <laughs> and Roger, where are you staying? I mean, if we're all taking the roundabout home, I might as well go home as well. Okay. What's your... Have you been home yet? Uh, yeah, I went there once and changed and came back out. I walked in naked and came out clothed. Okay. Oh, yeah. What's your uh, What's your shipping container look like? Roger's shipping container is sparse, but fairly immaculate. Like, it's one of those apartments where there's, like, not a whole lot of decorations or anything, but it's extremely clean the ultimate bachelor pad right and there's just like a chair with a with a tv <laughs> yep i walk in and i throw my busted keytar against the wall busting it even more i sit in my <laughs> chair i turn on the tv and i see the news report about the explosion at the laundromat and i turn off the tv <laughs> <laughs> okay beautiful so um cat dumps the car and... and then calls it in to get it picked up and then, yeah, sends sends Tritus a message, um, and everyone turns in for the night. Are you guys going to be adventuring tomorrow, or are you guys going to be taking a few days off due to hit points and such? Cece would send a text around the next morning of like, 
I need a couple days. And pretty much just like leave it at that. Well, if that's. I mean, that's that. That's that. Sapphire's full <laughs> health, so she's gonna go out and venture on her own. Yeah. <laughs> I think Roger would just send back like a, a thumbs up emoji. Like he wouldn't even respond in words. Okay. How many days are we taking? So you regain your body score and hit points. How do you regain humanity? Humanity? Therapy. Therapy. Oh, Therapy. Yeah. Therapy. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, hit points, you get your body score every full day that you rest. All right. How many days do you guys need? Cece would ask for at least two, if not three. Three would be fine for Roger, but two would also two would get the job done. Two or three days, guys. <sighs> Gotta tell me. It's your choice. Safcat, any? I mean, I vote two. Two, okay. two three, if you guys want to be the most prepared possible, but then also we're, we're going to be getting tighter on time then. Right. Well, yep. we save time by doing the Todd thing tonight, but we're losing That's time true. by taking the time off. I'm kind of leaning towards two myself, but yeah. roleplay-wise, Roger would not text about it. <laughs> yeah, let's... I would say two. Two gets me almost full. Okay. So if that works okay. for others. And if you're going to be leaving town, you would know that you should probably pay your rent during this time. So that is everyone but Kat is living in a uh, cargo container. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Remember, everyone, the system is rigged and it's hard to get ahead. But that is 1,000 nano rent. for rent. What's that puts everyone's funds at? 856. 693. And when Cece is paying rent, she would not pay the extra 200 and have that conversation of... If I need to move, I'll move, but I'm not doing the extra two. Roger's not too bad off. I've still got $1,168. Nice. Cat's doing pretty fine. I'm sure you fucking are, Mr. Fucking has nice car. <laughs> Cat has like over 3000 Jesus. <laughs> How much is a new keytar? Oh, probably a lot. I should be able to, if you ask Cece, I might be able to haggle you a better price as well. Would you ask Cece at this point? I don't know. Okay. Maybe after you find the price out. Yeah. Oh, were you thinking of holding a night market during the, like, at some point? Is that what the haggling was? Yeah, I mean, I can go to the night market or, like, host your own. Yeah. Yeah, there's also the undermarket where you guys can kind of visit and shop whenever, too. There's a spot in the underpass on the world map you guys can check out called the undermarket, and there's almost always stuff for sale then if you guys ever want to get ammo or armor or... I will go buy armor there before we go, though. Okay. Um, so for now, I'm trying to look up the lifestyle costs real quick because I have them closed for some reason. Or no, did I put them up here? Player tracking lifestyle. Here we go. So kibble, bad, good, great. So um, I know, Kat, you're pretty much just eating like food sticks and kibble, right? Yep. So that's minus 100 nano for you. Sapphires as well. Sapphires only eating... Food sticks? Kibble. Is anyone doing any drinking, going to bars, restaurant touring? No. Eating fresh food, eating good food, eating out of vending machines, anything like that? Or you're all just living the, the poor slum, um, poor... I think I would go during my time off. I would probably go to the restaurant, go to the bar. But I would literally lean on my charismatic impact the whole time, trying to convince my fans to give me free stuff. Okay. So, 
I imagine that would work for the most part, at least at the smaller places. Like you're probably not gonna get any like fresh food out of that, but you definitely get drinks, definitely get like vending machine food. So just everyone do a hundred for kibble. You guys can all be low street scum bottom feeders for right now and eat the trash. I mean, CC goes for the MREs, but I think they're the same price as kibble. Yeah. If I correctly, yeah. I'll just, I'll make fun of you guys every time you do it and try and get you to <laughs> up your I lifestyle. Mean, it, we're, we're talking about a cat here. I like how Cat specifically built a character that like never had to pay any bills. I think that's like, <laughs> I think that's your uh, real life bleeding through a little bit there. Okay. And then it's only two days, so we don't have time for a gig. Everyone's going to be leaving. Everyone has paid rent that needs to pay rent. So it does take full day of actual rest for it to work. So you can't be like kind of out bumping shoulders and stuff like that. So uh, we will pick back up next week, day 29. We will go find our net runner. We will go what steal a fucking AV. Maybe? I don't know. You guys have all sorts of like little <laughs> threads to follow now, don't uh, you? Grant? Yeah? Since I don't have to rest, can I roll to do a couple of things? Yeah. Or do you want to wait till next week? Let's No, let's do it now so we can get into the action next week. Okay. Um, I want to roll over the course of those two days. I'm going to do the surgery to pull all of the tech from the three bodies. Gotcha. Um, is there in-game rules about harvesting cyberware? Uh, yes, I have gotcha. to try to find it. Um, if you can help me try to find it. I had it the other yep. day. Um, it's some kind of check, I'm guessing. Got my book here. Found cyberware. Use the surgery skill to the properly DV remove. Yeah. is equal to um, the DV it takes to install it. Okay. So that, I think, is also in the rules. So let me do pop out make it big gross okay so mall clinic hospital is so so then that then we have to find out what the cyber are extracting is and then it will tell us where the installation is so you're trying to extract everything um just just the main ones like um callus's cyber eye um and his he had the cyber audio with the internal agent mm-hmm. and then you said she had a it started with a K, I think. The oh, yeah. Karenzikov. Are you harvesting off of her, or are we keeping her for potential vampire studies? Oh. She should heal around the, the missing stuff. True. Yeah, the Karenzikov <laughs> is in her brain. It's in her aware, so maybe not that one. Um, all right, then I'll just do the cyber eye, it, it, the stuff Callus had in his head, and then, you know... Okay. Those are all, so far it looks like everything is clinic that I have looked up. So everything's going to be DV15. So let me pull up um, these characters here. So first thing we're going to go for is going to be the cyber audio suite. Give me a DV15 surgery. That's a 22. You successfully extract the cyber audio suite, which has a bug detector and an internal agent in it already slotted. Um, Go for the cyber eye, also DC15. 24. Yeah, and you get uh, the cyber eye successfully with the, uh, it has a cryon and a micro optics both slotted in there. Um, and then... Bruce had a whole bunch of shit, but I would not like take his skin and whatnot. You're not going <laughs> to take his skin? That feels weird. That feels so weird. You just got to like roll a two or a higher to beat these clinic checks, don't you? 
Uh, he had two cyber eyes and a cyber arm. Jesus Christ. All right, I'll take all of them. Um, okay, so let me look up. I think cyber arm might be a little bit higher check, but you're rolling pretty high. Cyber arm is hospital. Okay, so that's a DV-19 to get the cyber arm. Uh, I missed oh. that one. So that breaks? Yeah, it's it's like the, the, the bits that connect like to the nerve endings and stuff, like the finer stuff. It was just so damaged from the fight that you weren't able to salvage the arm. Yeah, we can get it fixed and sell it or sell it broken. All right, what's next? And then Cyber Eyes uh, would be two DV15 checks. That's a 22 and a 17. So everything but the arm. Okay. Um, so you get uh, two Cyber Eyes. One of them has uh, shielding in it, which means that they're not um, not affected by flashbangs or EMPs. Mm-hmm. The other one had the um, the Chiron and the micro optics, so the zoom and the uh, internal screen. Cool. Um, and then also, I'm gonna spend 200 nano um, to attempt to make another speed heal to have on hand. Okay. Is there a check to make it, or just the gold? Spend? Yes. Or the fucking nano. Um, it's a DV13 med tech. Can you even fill that? Yes. Oh. That's a 14. Um, oh, so med tech check, not a surgery check. Yeah. Um, gotcha. So we got one more speed heal. And yeah, so she just spends her whole time doing surgery on the bodies and making drugs. Excellent. <laughs> Sleeping in her messy apartment that she still hasn't cleaned. Okay. Um. So let's take a look at IP and then I will let you guys go. Um, I'm guessing Kat had a chauffeur. <laughs> So, how do you guys feel like that went? Roger's a little mad. Cece's a little mentally ill. <laughs> Cat seems fine. Cat thought it went perfect. Sapphire's a little mad. Sapphire's mad. Just not upset. Just mad. It's good role play. So, I'm going to give you guys 40 for playing your characters and role playing. And I liked how Cece appropriately played the um, being bothered by it. And I like how Cody role played getting angry and being uh, having his guitar broken. and I liked it all. It was good. So 40 for roleplay and 40 for a s- successful mission. So 80 total IP for that mission. Nice. And I imagine one of you... We didn't say this, but I'll allow you to retcon it. I imagine someone swung by and told the dealer since it was like the appropriate time and you're on that side of town. Sapphire probably would have done it while she was out on the boat. Okay. Just, uh, just to confirm the job is done, he thanks you and he agrees that he will... Uh, stall or misdirect Nelka um, from Hermie. So that's the session. That's the mission. Successful mission. Uh, everyone lived. Everyone gets some IP. Um, some cyberware has been scrounged. And uh, that's going to be it before our next session where we steal a aerial vehicle and one of these aerodyne things, which is going to be just so much fun. Breaking in to B Precinct number four on the south district south side next to the factories it's going to be a lot of fun uh thank you everyone so much for playing listeners thank you for listening we appreciate each and every one of you uh if you could check out actualplaypods.com it has links to our discord where you can join and hang out with all of us also has links to our patreon where you can support the show for as little as two dollars you can get access to all sorts of really cool content and of course just uh, support all the free shows that we're putting out again that's actualplaypods.com thank you everyone so much for listening we'll see you next week for episode 9 of The Homebrew get into 
Bye. Special thanks to Maiko for the intro track titled New City. Thanks for listening, listeners. Our story has come to a close for the week, and that means it's time to thank our listener sponsors, starting with Samuel Pierce, who shall forever be emblazoned upon the homebrew wall of fame as our first Crusher Mania season pass holder. Thanks for believing in us, Sam. As well as Ryan, a longtime listener. Don't forget about Tara Hoffman, that one ender who thought rolling down the window in space was safe. Uh, rest in peace, Tara. Watch out for Adrian Josie, the silent assassin who just broke out of the prison colony on Hadria. And Trevor, zombie dad, Belmont, hunter of the unholy. You're a bastard, Trevor, but you're the bastard I choose to fight alongside. Special thanks to the last guppy, last of his kind, in search of a new home. And Austin Katzenberger, the inventor of the Catburger and secret nemesis of Ricky Rat. Check out Austin's project at foldsofhonor.org. And Timon King, previously a longtime listener of Galaxy to Galaxy Radio, who hacked their location and joined the crew. I knew I should have set up that extra firewall. Oh well. Of course, there's Colossus, a rock column formed in nature and then lost in the stars. Hope to see you again someday, Colossus. Here's to you, Tritus, the fifth cog. Best damn warforged gunslinger this side of the Milky Way. And Odin, the egg thief. Get your damn hands off my goddamn eggs, Odin. Keep an eye out for Zip, a tiny adventurer seeking to help his parents. Good luck, little guy. And Brendan Baker, a simple slaughterer for beef. I'm sure Mr. Goy would approve. There's been another sighting of ghostly Bigfoot. Grundle's long-lost friend and fellow abomination. Gotta be more careful, big guy, or they're gonna find you one of these days. And the illustrious Kantuka Numba, a tamer of dragons and creator of musical delights. Special thanks to Ariar, the warforged monk who joined the crew in search of their missing car keys. They're always the last place you look. Might want to watch out for Zuma, a mortal who is searching the galaxy for a cure to the disease he is cursed to spread. Probably going to need to keep six feet, or maybe six light years from this guy. Incoming SOS from Captain Joe Rogers says here he's stuck on Terra in a future beyond all comprehension. Whatever that means. Special thanks to Chaos Incarnate, Destroyer of the Multiverse, forever trapped in a frying pan. Hopefully not Grundle's frying pan. We can't forget about Den the Friend, the governor of flowers. Nap with him in the rolling fields of flowers. Experience having a true friend. What's the deal with all this fungus among us lately, you ask? Well, you can thank Trip for all that. You know, Trip, the druid that chooses to fight the darkness with mushrooms. Well, hey, at least they seem like a fun guy. Can't forget about Zero, the time-traveling druid. Wait, who? Three cheers for Cerberus Rising, an improbable pirate pulling off improbable heists. When they're not being a danger to everyone. And we can't forget about Finn M. The Ace of Spades. I wonder what other cards he got up his sleeve. Hmm, we better watch out for this fella, Chris Madison. He's the Vape King. He'll smoke ya. Welcome aboard Stand. A sentient celestial music stand who fell through a planar rift and appeared in the Hawk's cargo bay one day. Maybe I should multiclass into Bard. Can't forget about the Defiant. Join the crew. Just a game with Grundle. Yeah, and he's really good, too. A little too good, if you ask me. Welcome, Sarmoth. 
The dream-weaving shadow of exile. Embrace the shadows. Unleash the dream. Find out about our Patreon offerings at patreon.com slash the homebrew, and we'll see you next week.